the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Pastor Keith Crosby of Hillside Church. Make the Psalms a dwelling place for you. You know, you have your read through the Bible in a year thing. That's great. You might be reading a New Testament or Old Testament passage. That's great too. Take 10 minutes, add to 10 minutes, five minutes, and read a Psalm because it reminds you that God provides. They'll cry out, oh Lord, help me. Then they'll Remember that he does help, and then they end rejoicing, and so will you. That's how you regain perspective. I can see the promised land, though there's pain within the plan. There is victory in the end. Your love is my battle cry, the answer for all my life. Dragon will fall, the mountains will move, every chain of the past you've broken into, all the fear of the lies, we're singing the truth, that nothing is impossible with you. Hello and welcome to today's edition of the Grace to Live radio broadcast with Keith Crosby, Senior Pastor of Hillside Church in San Jose, California. We are so delighted that you've chosen to spend time with us today on the broadcast. And as always, we would encourage you to follow along with us in your Bibles if you can. On today's program, Pastor Keith will be taking us through a series on the providence of God, where we'll be making stops in the book of Ruth, in the Psalms, and also in the book of Job. So if you have your Bibles, please turn with us today to Psalm 121. Now here's Pastor Keith with today's study. And he's in the midst of a mental and a physical collapse. He did so in a moment of victory where God kept Elijah safe. Why did, why did he fail? Why did he collapse? Because he lost perspective. He didn't expect to lose perspective, but he did. He was thinking in the wrong way. And his thought process is revealed when he talks to God, when God says, why are you here, Elijah, and not there, implicitly? And he says, you know what, just kill me. I'm no better than my father's. I'm the only prophet left. It's all over. I failed. Yes, I slaughtered these people, but now the queen is going to slaughter me. And woe is me, this, that, and the other. Complete loss of perspective. And God says to him, behold, I have kept 7,000 like you who have not bowed the knee to Baal. He asked to die because he lost perspective. If we forget God's providence, if we lose sight of God's voice or earshot of God's voice, then we will and can panic. We can lose perspective. We can lose equilibrium. The Psalms talk about that. You'll often see a psalmist start out with complaint and he works through the issue and then he praises God at the end. An example of that is Psalm 73 where there's a loss of perspective. 
In Psalm 73, verses 2 through 3 and 16 and 17, it says this. But as for me, my feet had almost stumbled. My steps had nearly slipped. For I was envious of the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. He thought, no, these people are getting away with murder. He said, you know, in vain I've kept my hands clean. And it says in verse 16, when I thought how to understand this, it seemed to me a wearisome task. He just couldn't work through it. Verse 17, he lost perspective and he regains perspective until I went into the sanctuary of God. Then I discerned their end. When he went before God in prayer, when he realigned his thinking with God's thinking, when he regained perspective, he got it. He perceived their end. He discerned their end. Their end was destruction. Their end was judgment. And they may be temporarily or temporarily getting away with things. But when you have right thinking, you have right attitudes, and you have right perspective, it's amazing how easily we lose perspective in times of prosperity and in times of hardship. In times of prosperity, we become autonomous, independent. We take our eyes off God, like Peter walking on the water, taking his eyes off Jesus, or Elijah receiving the queen's threat, or we fail to look beneath the surface like Asaph in Psalm 73. What happened? He envied the wicked who were seemingly getting away with it. He was thinking through it all, and, and it was a wearisome task until he regained perspective. For I was envious of the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked, but then I thought how to understand this, and it seemed to me a wearisome task, until I went into the sanctuary of God, then I perceived their end. He turned his thoughts back to God. Wisdom from above rather than wisdom from below. Prayerfully instead of humanly looking at things. In fact, he catches himself because he, later on he'll say, you know, if I had verbalized this, I would have done great harm. Uh, not later on, earlier in uh, Psalm seventy-three, fifteen. If I had said, I will speak thus, I will say these things, I would have betrayed a generation of your children. Beware of the loss of perspective. God provides God sustains, God maintains your balance, your equilibrium. He guarantees your success, your spiritual success if you obey him. You have to remember that he is actively involved in the details of your everyday life. And he is altogether like us, uh, excuse me, altogether unlike us. How so? Because he never takes his eyes off of the ball. This is the God that we have to cling to his robes. And so in Psalm 121, 3 and 4, we read this. He, Yahweh, the Lord, will not let your foot be moved. He, keep, he who keeps you will not slumber. You know, he's not going to doze off like people do in front of the TV. He has his eyes fixed on you. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. He never dozes off. He never fails to provide. He never fails to protect providence. As we read, he will not let your foot be moved. Why? Because he doesn't, he doesn't lose strength. He doesn't lose focus. He doesn't lose interest. And so we can trust in this. So be aware of the loss of perspective. He can't be distracted. He can't be fatigued. 
He's not like us. He never is asleep at the switch. So beware of losing perspective. Be aware, be cognizant of as your mind drifts, as your mind doubts, latch on to these truths. I will lift up my eyes to the hills from where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. How can we be Aware. How can we be on guard against the loss of perspective? Let's talk about a little application here. Number one, inoculate yourself. Inoculate yourself now. This is one vaccine that will do no harm. Memorize the eight verses of Psalm 121. It's a short psalm. It's loaded with encouragement and strength and wisdom for you. Memorization preloads good data into your mind, into your heart, into your soul before the storm strikes. And you know what? Memorization leads to reflection. That's the good kind of meditation, not like Eastern meditation where you empty your mind. This is where you fill your mind with good stuff. Inoculate yourself with this psalm. Secondly, dwell on the good stuff. And think about when you memorize scripture, you know what happens then? You begin to meditate on it, you begin to dwell on it, and it becomes part of you. It enables you to see things as they are, to cling to what is true. So dwell on the good stuff. You know, I've given you this before in uh, Philippians 4, 6 through 9. Don't worry, pray, and then dwell on the good stuff, whatever is beautiful, noble, worthy of good report. Dwell on these things. And then verse 9, of course, is repeat steps one and two. And finally, I would say this, preach the gospel to yourself daily. You're saved. You've trusted Christ. Nothing can separate from the love of God, right? Now, it heights it up to things created or things visible or things unseen. This is how you cultivate a sensitivity to any, anything that might be off course because you know what true north is. So beware of the loss of perspective. Okay, review. Stick to the facts. Beware of the loss of perspective. And three, if you do lose perspective, seek, pursue the recovery of perspective. When you lose or begin to lose perspective, seek to recover it quickly. Don't sit there and wallow in your distress or self-pity. Act on what you know is true. And here is reality to act on, to seize upon when you seek that recovery, when you seek to regain perspective. You see this in uh, Psalm 121, verses five through six. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade, your protection on your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. You keep seeing the Lord is, the Lord is your. And what's important about that is this. A lot of times, and you can't tell uh, in the New Testament or the Old Testament where you plural is. Now, I've been trying to lobby that for the New American Standard Version to uh, incorporate the word y'all. Because then you'd know it was you plural. See, that's what y'all's all about now. You know, trust me, that is the holy language. But here... 
It's in the singular. It's almost like he's writing, he, you know, he's thinking to himself, and then he's turning and looking at you and saying, the Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your protection. The Lord will not, the sun will not strike you, you as an individual. He's talking to you by day, nor the moon by night, because the Lord is your keeper. Remember that. Don't be anxious, be thankful. He is your shade in the heat of the day. He is with you when you come and go in the routine errands that you might run. And, you know, in here people wrestle with verse 6. The sun will not strike you by day. We get that. You don't know, you know, nor the moon by night. Now, you know, people are like, well, what does that mean? How does the moon strike you? Or you've heard about being moonstruck. But you know what? Let's look beyond the bright, shiny objects there. The Lord is your keeper night and day, 24-7. That's what you take away from that. The Lord is your provider. That's what providence means, right? Providence. And so with that, I would just call your attention to, you maybe want to write this down, Psalm 37, 25. You may just want to also read through Psalm 37. It's, it's wonderful. But David writes this. And you know, David suffered and experienced much hardship, right? He made a lot of mistakes. He did a lot right. He did a lot wrong. He was a man after God's own heart. He lived to a ripe old age. He was the uber warrior, the shepherd king. He was a musician and a poet. And he says this. I have been young and now am old. Yet, I have not seen the righteous forsaken or his children begging for bread. God takes care of his people. God provides. So what do you do with this? Number one, and it really goes back to what we've said already a couple of times for application, remind yourself of these things daily. I mean, memorize Psalm 121. Read through the Psalms. Make the Psalms a dwelling place for you. You know, you have your read through the Bible in a year thing, that's great. You might be reading a New Testament or Old Testament passage, that's great too. Take 10 minutes, add to 10 minutes, five minutes, and read a psalm because it reminds you that God provides. They'll cry out, oh Lord, help me, then they'll remember that he does help and then they end rejoicing and so will you. That's how you regain perspective. Preach the gospel, like I said a moment ago, to yourself daily on such truths. I have been young. Memorize this verse. I have been young and now I'm old. You know, I've not seen the righteous forsaken or his children begging for bread. Read, number three, read and reflect on scripture. Spiritual food. Cultivate spiritual disciplines. This is how you reprogram your troubled heart. In Psalm 4.8, David, in the midst of all these things, all these attacks, he says this, in peace I will both lie down and sleep, for you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. Providence is a reality. It's not some abstract, 
far-off theological concept. It is blocking and tackling Christianity. It's concrete. It is reality. God, not the devil, is in the details of your life. And that is reality. And that's what providence is all about. All right, so stick to the facts. Beware of the loss of perspective. Seek the recovery of, the recovery of perspective when you lose it. Then what? Number four, hold on. Hang on to the eternal perspective. Hang on to it. Cling to what is true. You know, as you work through this very brief and powerful psalm, these last two verses that we just read almost say in invisible ink, in conclusion, and he says here, in conclusion in verses seven through eight, the Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Hang on to that. The Lord will, not might, the Lord will keep you. This is a declaration. The Lord will keep you from evil. He will keep your life. Nothing can separate you. You know, in John 10, Jesus says, nothing can you know, rip you from the Father's hand. The Lord will keep you going, you're going out and coming in from this time forth and forevermore. The Lord, Yahweh, maker of heaven and earth. Remember who it is that provides for you from the tilt of the earth to the protection of danger seen and unseen. You're going out and you're coming in. The Lord keeps you from all evil. He will keep your life. And and what is the durability of his watch care over you? From this time, from right this moment, and forevermore. Linger over that thought for a moment. Think about that. When I was a little boy, my daddy was the most formidable protector that I could imagine. He was like, uh, for those of you who remember Bugs Bunny, he was like the Tasmanian devil. He was five foot six or five foot seven, 135 pounds soaking wet. One time, I don't know how this all happened, he was attacked by a six foot six, 275 pound Marine. And when it, when it was all over, that man was so sorry for his bad decision making. My father didn't look too good either, but he got the better of him. And you know what? My father couldn't protect me from everything. He was just a man. And when you grow up, you begin to see, particularly when you grow past your father and he's down there, you know. Remember boxing with him. He was 55 or in the backyard. Everywhere I swung, he was somewhere else. But in the end, only God can protect. Only God can sustain. The Lord, Yahweh, will keep you, sustain you, protect you in the big stuff, keeping you from all evil, and in the little stuff, and you're coming and going from this time forth and forevermore. He even keeps your heart beating, your lungs working, the earth tilted just right. He provides everything. He is your protection. 
I will lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Who better to care for you? Who better? The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Those are statements of fact. But you know what you got here too? This is a promise. This is no idle comment. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. So what do you do with that? Man, you, 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 you cling to these promises. You hang on. To this. You cling to these promises because you know who's making the promise. He's going to keep you from all evil. Some people trust in chariots and some people trust in horses. We will trust in the name of the Lord our God. 10,000 fall on our left hand side, 10,000 fall on our right hand side. The Lord will keep you. Cling to that. Secondly, offer prayers of thanksgiving. Thank Him for that. And you know what happens when we thank God for things? We're reminded of how good He is and how good we have it. You know, prayer never changes God. It just changes us because we end up harmonizing our will with his will. Providence. Providence equals hope. Providence equals encouragement for the fearful and, the, and protection for the weak. In everyday life, in the tough times like Ruth, Naomi, and Boaz experienced, they lived in the time of judges. And in times... Of, that aren't so tough, where this psalmist is making his pilgrimage to Jerusalem to worship in the temple, and he can hardly wait to get there, and his heart is bursting from within him, and he's bursting out with this psalm, Providence. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. He who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Amen. Providence. Dwell on that. Think on these things. Your God, my God, our God, the God will keep you. You belong to him. And he will watch over you like no one else can. Providence. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for you. We thank you that you're the source of our help, the source of our strength, that you keep us from all evil that even when we lose sight of you, you never lose sight of us, Father. Help us, therefore, to look into these eight eight verses and cultivate these thought processes and to live a life not bound up in fear or anxiety, Lord, 
but a life free because we know the truth and the truth has set us free. We thank you for your providence, your providence. We thank you for your love and your care. We thank you for the Savior that you provided in your providence. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Pastor Keith Crosby on today's edition of Grace to Live. We are so blessed that you've chosen to spend time with us today studying God's Word. And if you'd like more information on Pastor Keith or Hillside Church, here's how you can connect with us. Our mailing address is 545 Hillsdale Avenue in San Jose, California, 95136. The church office telephone line is area code 408-269-4782. And you can connect with us on our website, which is gracetoliveradio.org. There you can check out archived messages of past sermons and also listen to Pastor Keith's weekly blog. And please remember that the Grace to Live radio program is a listener-supported ministry outreach of Hillside Church if you'd like to partner with us financially. Again, all of these things are available to you on our website, gracetoliveradio.org. Also, I'd like to remind you that Pastor Keith and the staff here at Hillside always look forward to hearing from you. So if you'd like to drop us a note, you can email us here at keith at hillside.org. Well, we hope that you'll join us again next time for Grace to Live. But until then, I'm your host, Kevin Reeves. And on behalf of Pastor Keith and everyone here at Hillside Church, it is our prayer that the Lord will richly bless you. And thanks for listening. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.